What's wrong with whiskey on a Wednesday? What up and welcome to this week's episode of the Whiskey Sour Hour. I'm half your host, Evan, a.k.a. The Movie Martyr, and here with me, as always, my man, Saman. Saman, a.k.a. Saman Almighty. That's right, and also here with us tonight, Aryan. What's up, Aryan? Pronounced R-E-N. Hey. Remember that. See, <laughs> that's good. I wish my name had letters like that. Kind of clean. Aryan. So yeah, uh, basically, we've talked a little bit about you just uh, last season. Uh, welcome to season two. Now we live. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we met you in California, but that's not the first time, and that's not how we came into contact with you. So do you and Simone want to go over, just now that you're here, how we came into contact with yeah. you? Yeah, let's get into yeah, so, it, man. Uh, I'm going to let you start, because I think it was high school, like sophomore, yeah, it junior. Was high school, I think pretty much closer to junior, probably senior year. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Sense, yeah. Um, but yeah, high school. But we didn't really chill that much. But we 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 had mutual friends mutual and shit. Friends, that's, that's and then true. we had we exchanged snaps and shit. I think yeah. at some point. Yeah. So um, so we had but each yeah. other on. Yeah. Yeah. Socials, and then um, yeah. So what do you remember of high school? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, man. I got a pretty gnarly concussion senior year. Everything before that's a little fuzzy. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> okay, concussion you, from what? Yeah, how'd you get Dude, that? So I was at an indoor game, and uh, I don't know if y'all have ever been, but they get pretty rowdy. So I was going up what, for a soccer? header. soccer? Yeah, indoor soccer. Oh, Damn. Yeah, okay. so I was going up for a header, and I guess the keeper punched my face instead of the ball. Next thing I know, I'm on the ground, blood everywhere. Oh. Had to go to the ER, get stitches. God damn. Right above the right eye. Jeez. I mean, I we don't got visuals, it, but, but yeah. it's yeah, They did a good job on the stitches, but. Damn. Lost conscious for 30, 30, 45 seconds. I was just laying oh, there. <laughs> bro, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Shit. Indoor soccer's lit then. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you might have to go check that out. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fucking wild. So, yeah. So, crazy. you guys had mutual friends, didn't really chill that much. And then it wasn't until we went to California recently, you hit him up. Yeah, it was totally spontaneous. I was like, I, I haven't heard this guy. Yeah. Heard from this guy in a minute. I'm going to swipe up. He's coming to Cali. I'm in Cali. I got nothing to do here. I was yeah, just there yeah. on a whim for three weeks, three, for four sure. weeks. For sure. I was like, dude, I got to catch up with Simone. And nice. sure enough, it happened. Hell yeah. Dope. Gave me the intro to Evan. And yeah. dude, that's all she wrote from then. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that, that ties into what I wanted to talk yeah. about today, as it always does. Uh, some of the words that come to mind just out of the few conversations that we've had in the past two months. Uh, first one, manifestations. For sure. That's some shit that you manifested, and I'm grateful that nice, you did. Nice. Um, just good vibes and positivity <laughs> and just, like, energy, uh, yeah. spirituality. So I think we're going to get into a little bit of all that today. Um, sipping on some whiskey, some Crown Lemonade. Yeah. It's kind of a staple at the at the podcast. I mean, it, it's not a whiskey sour, but it's close. It's damn near. It's damn near. Your glass is looking pretty empty, so I'm going to need to refill already. Yeah, I need to refill that shit, Jesus. bro. Damn, I didn't even... Oh, man. Look at us manifest. Can you manifest some alcohol into your glass like that? Yeah, yeah. dude. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so the reason I wanted to talk about this stuff is because I've only, we've had two conversations, but that's sh selling it short. Both times we've hung out for like six to eight hours almost. Like we went to dinner and I mean, yeah, we yeah, left at like a... three or four in the morning that night. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was like a double whammy that day. We got lunch. Yeah. So we met and. You know, our frequencies were kind of matching and yeah, then man. caught oh, dinner yeah. and then, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Cause like we were talking the whole trip just about manifesting stuff and like people, um, oftentimes they'll manifest and stuff and then real, not realize that there's an opportunity there and they don't like go after it. Yeah. And I, I was talking the whole time uh. just about how 
not only do you see an opportunity and go after it, but it's like you follow through. Like your follow through game is yeah, impeccable. Yeah, through, man. <laughs> and so yeah. I don't know. We just kind of want to start off talking about like what do you look for? How do you scout your opportunities? And then, you know, what what kind of is your motivation? What motivates you to go follow through with those opportunities? I'd say first and foremost is like a group of guys that have patience because I'm trying to rush into anything. I've been there, done that, you know, had people with the bad intention. The second thing is – uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you have a whiskey sour <laughs> hour. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, manifesting stuff like that is, like, is, uh, it's interesting because, like, it, like you said, it, with patience, a lot of times yeah, people, is tough, man. they worry, worry, worry about it, yeah. and they're like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And then there are things but that are happening. they're focusing too much on yeah. if it's going to happen. Yeah, they're it. focusing on the end goal. And they miss on the short term. They right? miss yeah. these, like, subtle opportunities where yeah. it's like, if you do this, that, you know, that'll lead to this. Or if you do this, that's the first step in this direction. And they don't do that because they're so focused on, how do I make this happen? And you'll miss those, like, those people that are going to put you in the right place, the right time, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, Simone, what's the first kind of things that come to your mind when I say manifest? Manifest? <clears throat> a good show i've heard i would say extreme focus on something you're trying to achieve or do and like you put it out into the universe like you speak it into existence okay but you can't just do that and not work towards it yeah i mean like i said you got to follow up on those opportunities when it when it shows itself you got to be ready to put the work in something hold yourself accountable to that shit because at the end of the day if we want shit to fucking get done, it's all on you at the end. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. To yeah, get do it what done. you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. It's wild though because I've talked to some people and it was it was kind of jarring to me because I didn't realize some people don't believe that you can manifest stuff. Like some people believe that it is completely out of your hands. Like that does nothing to you if you you know like you said speak it into existence, think it into existence, yeah. focus on it. You know blah blah yeah. blah. Third eye that shit. Some people don't like they just fully believe that it is out of their hands like they have no say they'll roll with the punches that's wild to me. that's crazy yeah. yeah like you've never thought about some shit and then like it turned out and like you didn't think about that like you yeah, like put yeah. the pieces together it's weird to me because like i i mean i think about it all the time that's yeah. it seems like some days that's all i'm doing and like can't be doing that you manifest know. the wrong thing <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah i mean manifesting is it's like a it's a balance, you know, it's like some, some people I feel like don't, they just think, you know, if they think it'll come up, but you got to think it and you got to make sure all your behaviors match your thoughts, which means you can't have bullshit thoughts coming into your mind. Yeah. That's mm. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's all about your thoughts and the people you're surrounded with based on what I've learned from my brief readings, Napoleon Hill and whatever, you know, uh, the classics. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should definitely talk about that too at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like, that's the thing is I think most of, I don't know. It's weird. I think uh, people absorb information in like different, different ways. ways. Crazy, yeah. And there's hella ways to absorb any kind of information. But it is interesting. Like I think a lot of my spiritual stuff or a lot of my, you know, vibe related beliefs come from like very formal lectures. Yeah. And, like you wouldn't think that. And like I'll find myself a lot of the times I've got lectures on my phone. I've sent some on. I've sent all of my good friends like you know, stuff that I think might pertain to what they're going through or whatever, but they're like these long lectures that are put together by very well-spoken philosophical people that just do that yeah. for a living. Like yeah. who? Uh, Alan Watts is like my yeah, favorite. Alan Watts, yeah, yeah. Uh, Terrence McKinnon. Like, it's crazy because like you can go and like, 
I don't, I'm not somebody who reads, Yeah. but like I'll read their work. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's crazy. Like those are some of my favorite books. And like current day, I can't name, I can name one book that I've read in the past five to 10 years. It's like current and it's green, uh, green lights by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> but it, it, I'm not out here reading books, but it is weird. Cause that is how I tend to absorb this kind of information. I see what she's like. Which I think like a lot of people would think otherwise just because of the kind of information that it is. And then books are, I used to always struggle with reading as a dyslexic man, but <laughs> damn, oh, yeah, yeah but uh, no, so, so my friend put me on this thing where you kind of read a book a day, but you don't really read every word of the book. You just kind of get the main Skimming, ideas yeah. of the book. Skimming, that's what I did. Yeah. So, I mean, a book a day for the past few weeks has made a huge difference. Like it feels like your mind's about to explode, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bro. I don't know if you guys have had that feeling, but you know, once it all processes in, you know, it should give you a better perspective, you know? Yeah. It's just so, like a thought overload. Yeah, thought overload. So man, I was thinking maybe I'll read a book a week, but a book a day is like a little too much. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a little too much sauce for the dome. Yeah, so is that strictly nonfiction or is that? Yeah, that's that's well? another thing which is uh you know could be debated. You know what's more uh, beneficial? You could say throw in some fiction in there, but for the most part, it's like nonfiction. Like the main books, everyone gets given if they're into business or things like that, like Napoleon Hill books oh, yeah. and. Yeah, like reality transurfing is one I was reading, and outwitting the devil by Napoleon, and uh, Tufty's Priest. These are all books I've read recently. You know, they're on my dome. So, oh yeah, if you guys have read those, you know, feel free to shoot questions. <laughs> it's it's a crazy thing because like, have you do you have Audible or anything like that? Yeah, man. So I got Audible. You got Audible? Yeah, dude. So we gotta get on. We gotta get on that thing together. That's what I'm yeah. saying though, is because you can share back and forth. So it's yeah. like I can literally read what you've read or vice versa. And share stuff back and forth. It's it's just that's straight great. up, straight up. Um, but I don't know. I I enjoy listening to a book better than reading a book because I feel like say so too. when I'm reading a book, I'm reading the words that are in the book and I'm yeah. focusing on what they said. <laughs> yeah. When I'm listening to it, I'm listening to what they said and then focusing on what I think about it. And it's like my train of thought can still you know wind up and down wherever it needs to around that subject. But I feel like. Uh, it might be a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think it like taking in content just through reading versus just through listening? Do you guys think it's like better to do reading or is listening the same effect? Because that's what I'm thinking. I think is listening is better. Is the listening be just because so you I get can, more in or? Well, like I said, because you can like uh, your train of thought isn't tied to exactly what they said. I can still kind of float my okay. opinion or emphasis on whatever part of it. I can listen focus and on something read at else. the same time would be the best, but have the book and listen to it. Yeah. Oh, that fucked me up because I don't know if I could read at the same speed that they're doing. Right, right. <laughs> I know but you if feel you there, be visual <laughs> like on the book and like yeah. go through it like that. I guess that would. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. But I would just listen to it. Maybe that's a video, which is better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so another word that we were talking about: energy, good vibes. What do you feel about like when there's not a good vibe or there's a bad energy do you is that still something that you consider you can manifest because i'm over here thinking like a lot of people are manifesting the wrong shit in their life because they're so worried what if this happens what if this happens and then that happens well you done manifested it that's your own fault right yeah there. you worry about it so much that you manifested the worrying <laughs> like that what whatever saying, you like, were right? worried about you manifested that too because if you were hopeful and you hope something happened then you manifested it and you can recognize that it's not far off that well you were thinking bad shit and then some bad shit happened well yeah it's well, you're still it's still you man you're <laughs> yeah. still doing it i don't think a, i don't know i'm 
not well versed in the community of like <laughs> I try to surround myself with the people on the right side of it. I don't really know. I'm just trying to figure out what people struggle with with the whole manifestation thing because there's yeah. two sides of it. I think, in my opinion, I think it's people overcomplicated. You know, I'm not saying I'm the best manifester by any means, but yeah, same. I've noticed it's like, you know, you got a goal, right? I'm like a very goal oriented yeah. person. Sure. Which could be because I played soccer or whatever, but. When my ah, eyes are on a goal, <laughs> when my eyes are on a goal, you know, every thought that comes in, if it's bullshit, I just let it go right back out and I just keep moving towards that goal. And then that for me is basically manifestation. Oh yeah. And so far it's been kind of working. You know, I think everything happens for a reason, which is why I met y'all. For sure. I believe that too. I mean, yeah. So it's been yeah. thrown around a lot the past few months. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I think people are like, it's stupid <laughs> to say now, but like people are waking up, they get it. Like people are at least observing. Even yeah. something that was pointed out to me <clears throat> that I just kind of use as an example is like you're seeing a lot more videos nowadays where like the customer is not always right. You know what I mean? Like you'll see uh, Karen acting up in a in a place that she should not be acting up in, being very rude to somebody doing their job. And that person the Karen barks and that person barks back and you're seeing a lot more managers, a lot more companies just be like, yeah, don't be a dick, you know, like <laughs> don't fucking push people. I mean, like I was watching a video. Uh, I, oh, I wish I could remember which podcast recommended this video, but I, they were talking about it and I had to go look it up. There's this flight attendant. She's sitting there talking, talking, being very kind to people. And I guess she's trying to calm down the situation about this lady who is pissed because she's sitting next to a baby and she works for the government and she can't sit next to a baby. This is no, this is unacceptable. I need to be moved. I need the baby to move. I, she's causing a fit and the flight attendant is handling it pretty well. And then she turns for some reason to the flight attendant who is like trying to assess the situation and figure something out, trying to get people to calm down. She looks and is like, I would be, what's your name? And she's like, Tiffany or whatever it was. And she's like, well, Tiffany, you could be out of a job tomorrow and I need you to handle it. Like blah, blah, blah. And like just flips on this lady. Yeah. This lady takes one breath, looks at the security or whatever and goes, I want this lady off my flight. I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. And 10 years ago, people would look at the flight attendant and be like, Oh, you're not allowed to do that. Blah, blah, blah. People supported it and they should like, I mean, you see somebody acting up or causing a ruckus or being disrespectful in a place that come on now, people are just trying to work. Yeah. This person's trying to make you a sandwich. You're being a dick. Like, Calm yeah, down. Try to make everyone's life easier, not harder, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? people are uh, waking up. They're like on that path to like, at least, rec I mean, they always say the first step is recognizing the problem. That's They're at least recognizing that that's a problem. Yeah. Like, you need to quit acting that way, at least in public. Do what you want behind closed doors. We sit here and film a podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta, um, gotta love Karens. Dude. Yeah. And like, <laughs> damn. they've been especially through like the pandemic and stuff like they've been like a really solid source of entertainment. And I'm sad <laughs> to like say that, but like yeah. the whole, my favorite one, we've already talked about it briefly on the pod, but the Karen's at the airport that could not get on their flight because they went and stormed the Capitol, like good job. Like that's great. And then you wave to the camera and flipped off the camera. And then now you're on the no fly list and now you're causing a ruckus in the airport doing the same thing that you were doing at the Capitol acting the same way. And it's just, like, I know it's wrong, and, like, I get, like, I wouldn't want to be there. It caused me to be in a bad mood, too. You're spreading bad vibes. Yeah. But it's so fun to watch. Like, those are the best. I don't know. I see them all the time, like, and I try to, like, steer clear. Like, I try to, like, hang back. But, like, you can see them. 
they they do a good job. Like the haircut really does give it away. Like you yeah, can it's see like him from haircut. Yeah, you can see no, him from. They a just got away. a certain walk, certain energy. So like, oh, that's a Karen. Yeah, <laughs> so you can see it. You like, oh, yeah. she's gonna cause some problems. And wow. then as soon as she gets in line, it's like you can just see it in her eyes. Like they got this haze. Karen stare. Karen stare. <laughs> the bad. Karen stare. It's bad. Um. So speaking of Karens, do you guys have anybody? Not necessarily currently, but do you guys have anybody in your life that, I guess a better way to put this is like, I've had to cut some people off because of bad vibes. Like, yeah, you're manifesting shit in the wrong way. Every time I hang out with you, we get in some trouble. This is not, this is not good for me. Have you had anybody that like, you know, not necessarily Karen, but it's just like they carry bad vibes with them and you're not, you know, you can't ride that train? Yeah, I do. Walk me through that one then. <laughs> He's hesitant. I can see it in his eyes. Wait, no, no, wait. <laughs> a good host will get it out. You'll say it. Dang. So I was saying was, no, like back then, it wasn't anything like recent times, but like uh, bad vibes. Like I, um, I went out for the first time trying to just, you know, see what's up. And then um, the th- I thought the vibe was good. And then we met with some other fools. And I didn't really fuck with that fool, really. So I already had like bad energy going and shit. Pulled up. I already told this story. Oh, is I this had, the party? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, what about you? Have you ever? Yeah, dude. I mean, I used to. There used to be some people that just twist you the wrong way, you know, just from the get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could just be, you know, it's just, honestly, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it, but like, what do you think really like? What are some examples of like that being? Let's say you just meet someone. Like, what would set off some bad vibes? Like. Well, like some of the stuff that I look for nowadays, just off uh, experience, I guess, is a lot of times like somebody's really worried about like their first impression. Like I, I they overdo it. Yeah, like if you're when when they come across and they and you meet somebody and they're very they make a point to hey I want you to like me. There's a fine line to where like you can do that and then like you can do that too much. And like when they do that too much, I always kind of wonder, it's like, okay, why do you need me to like you? Who here doesn't like you or who in your life that isn't here right now doesn't like you? Why do you need me, this person that you've just met, to either be your best friend or why are you, you know, girls that get very romantic. It's like, why do you, what happened, what is going on that you need me to be sure and and support it and like you know even if you're just at a party you meet a fucking dude that's fucking chilling and like he's trying to be the alpha male like he's just working Uh, hard to prove that he can drink the most and talk to the most girls and party the hardest like why i'm like what are you trying to cover like what's the you know what's the yang okay what's the what's the dark side bro because you're not like that all the time you know right and so like i trust somebody that uh isn't so focused on their first impression maybe they sit in the corner and maybe they're just an acquaintance and maybe i've seen them around and if i've seen you around three four times and then you walk up to me and you start talking and you're the nicest person in the world i'm gonna trust the fuck out of that like it's just like you know rather than like oh let me make sure that this person likes me it's like nah like i don't need this person to like me i'll yeah i'm gonna be myself if i feel like talking i'll talk and then like yeah i mean yeah i yeah. mean i think you like, once you get in a flow state you know it's right and then you can 
If, if, it's, if, if it's kind of like if there's Ooh. friction, you know, flow on the first state, meet. Though, sometimes you got to break the flow state, though, right? We haven't <laughs> talked about flow state on the pod enough. So what do you mean break the flow let's state? break down flow state before we get into it? Oh, so it down, what yeah. does flow state mean to you? Just I mean, I think it's more of like a sensation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like less friction when you talk. Things just flow. Oh, like yeah. the next thought just goes into the preluding thought and it's just like a cycle. But yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Like in deep thinking. Yeah, it's like you could almost like think about what the other person is thinking about. Yeah. Insane. But then they hit you with what they're about to say and it's kind of what you thought they were gonna think about, but they add like the their own flair to it and it's like I fuck yeah. with that flair. I, I agree. And I think the thing that I want to point out before we move on is that a lot of times in the flow state, people associate it with only, it can only be a flow state if it's good. It's, it can only be good vibes, good energy, a good train. But you can you can get yourself in a bad flow state and like uh, you, it, shit is flowing badly. Like horrible energy, horrible vibes, one uh, right after the other. It's uh, a shit storm. Like, but I also think that that's a very recognizable flow state. Okay, so kind of moving on, sorry to derail it, but what do you, you know, I mean, like you said, you look for that flow state. How do you, how can you tell, or when can you tell, I guess would be a better answer, that you're going to be able to have a flow state with somebody? Dude, honestly, it's just like, if I look at the time, I'm like, wow, it feels like I was talking to them for two minutes and it's been 30 minutes. That's how you know. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's how you know. That's the greatest way. I love simple answers. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) This dude's good. I think uh, definite flow state outside of where'd we go after dinner that one night? Where did, I don't even remember where we went. Dinner. Whataburger. I oh think. yeah, in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Whataburger <laughs> man, parking lots. Talk about flow states. Automatic man. flow states. Yeah. Whataburger parking lots. Yeah. <laughs> Just find one. Um, <laughs> that shit's crazy. Like we were sitting there, and again, it flowed from one conversation to the other. From let's talk about music to let's talk about energy to let's talk about fucking work. And then let's talk about fun. Let's talk about our parents. Like, and then it's five in the morning and it's like, Oh damn, damn. Okay. We yeah. do. I got a trip in the morning. Damn. Yeah. Like we got, fuck. All right. Reassess the situation afterwards. <laughs> we'll but, up, yeah. but yeah, I mean like, I don't know. I think that that's, that's definitely a good thing to look for. It's hard to find. It can I mean, be. Yeah. I think the more, the more you just, you know, have those thoughts in your head, the more people will come around. That's what I've been learning in the past month. I mean, like, oh, yeah. I've met more people in the last month that I've had flow states with than, like, the rest, like, the last 20 years. That Like, just the past Jeez. one to six months. Like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it all just comes from taking taking that content in, you know, whether it's Audible or whatever. You Even YouTube, man. Yeah. Yeah, people hate on TikTok, but like, yeah, five percent of it is some woke shit. Yeah, like, kind yeah. Of change yeah. Your, change your brain cells a little bit. It might get taken down quicker than anything else, but <laughs> yeah, there's always sure. some woke shit. You just gotta find it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's just taking that content in, that protein in. Yeah, yeah. get those gains. <laughs> and it's wild. Yeah, it's like gains. it's yeah. so addictive. Like I'll never forget. I was fifteen at the time. Stumbled upon my first Alan Watts lecture. And it was the funniest thing because, like, it took me a year and a half to realize the guy was dead. Like, he died in the 70s. These lectures are from the 50s and 60s, like, pre-recorded. Like, I didn't even realize, like, the shit is so relevant. And it it feels like he's talking about tomorrow. It feels like he's here. I looked him up, like, out of, like, sheer, like, I want to meet this guy. Like, does he do... 
like these are lectures where does he talk at and like i found a death date i was like oh like oh damn like <laughs> whoa when did he die okay the 73 damn okay started backtracking like figured out learned a bunch of stuff about his life but it was just so addicting because you find him you find the people that inspired him that he talks to you find the people that he that like that he inspired and like the people that are talking nowadays but they grew up on his shit and like sat through his lectures like it's crazy and just through one person's lectures i found a whole it's a tree it's a whole brand just everything yeah, a else rabbit hole yeah it's wild who was your did you find how no, did you kind of get you into the spiritual you, uh, side you stumbled across alan watts in middle school i wish i did that because my ass was playing call of duty in middle school <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, i think it was like late high school early college um i think the first youtuber i really watched was gary vaynerchuk i yeah, watched him for, for like you know six months to a year and then kind of put him on the back burner and then focused on school for like two years two three years and then dude i just got sucked in by the content again gary v jordan peterson having like a psych minor i used them for a lot of my classes and a lot of the stuff he says is very like very relevant i think yeah he really is the modern day philosopher like people kind of talk about that myth like or like that job title's kind of gone like what does the modern day philosopher do like where do they talk at like is it a college professor is it yeah jordan peterson could definitely be a modern day philosopher you know yeah Yeah, it's like they're there it's just they're producing content that's that's what they're doing um they're great i think it's weird because like nowadays it's easier to get a platform so like that also means it's harder to get a platform and like there's a you know weird balance like give and take fractions with it i don't know i was never good at math but like (laughs) they it's weird because like you can also find a woke 15 year old dude like fucking spitting facts like on youtube and he's just that's what i'm saying and it's like hold on like this is this is grade a content like this is people need to see this and you look at the views and it's got 16 views and it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, no, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know what to, I yeah. don't know, is this good or bad? Yeah, it makes you think how much fire content is out there, it just hasn't been, like, seen, tuned, yeah. you know, to reach a lot of people. A hundred percent. Who are some of your yeah. go-to, like, creators, like, who are Oh, man, oh, let me just start from the beginning, man. I got into YouTube, like, sixth, literally sixth grade. I made, like, my first YouTube video. It was oh, all yeah. Call of Duty related. Like, I was Same. in a trick shotting community. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing oh, graphic yeah. design, all that. And uh, I would watch a lot of FaZe, all the FaZe guys I'd watch. And then, you know, I took a fat break from YouTube, focused on school and soccer. And then when I got back into YouTube, a lot of the creators were honestly just the ones I mentioned. Nothing nothing too special, really. Yeah. Hell yeah. I remember um, I'm trying all to think, old. like, Salamandrin. I used to be hella into cars. I don't know if y'all yeah. have heard of him. No, I've seen cool. a couple of his videos back in the day. Yeah, he's really cool. You remember, like, all the Call of Duty ones, like, White Boy 7th Street? Oh, yeah. All that shit. <laughs> Whatever that, happened that, to that guy? I mean, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But all that shit. And then a lot of the weed tubers, like, uh, Xcode A. Um, oh, man. I was, shoot. Yeah, what was another one, like, Simon? I know you know another. Give me that other one. What was what? that other one? Two yeah. Brothers. Come on, man. Yeah. Stoner Jesus 420. Yeah, Custom Grow 420. Come Custom on, man. Grow no, what was the Two Brothers, bro? Come on now. Red Band. Red Band. Yeah, remember the R3D Band? band? Oh man, yeah, so like, yeah, band. just people that were. I used to uh, actually watch this shit. Yeah, dude, like we would keep up, and it felt like you knew these people. It was, it was people that were creating content about their life. Like, uh, uh, I know 
Zexy Zach would uh he'd just upload skate three videos because he'd play skate three. But within those skate videos, he's talking about what's going oh, on with his school, yeah. what's going on with his, you know, outside life. And you get to know this person, then you turn around and you realize you've been watching them for three years and you spend more time on their channel than you do talking to your parents. And you feel like you know the motherfucker. And it's yeah. like, damn, okay, cool. Yeah. And that kind of content is kind of, I mean, it's not going away. It's changed. Like, what that is has changed. Like, being a David Dobrik is now. Yeah, you just like, got David Dobrik it. Yeah, it's the four <laughs> minute and 21 seconds videos that are yeah. lit as fuck. But Punch do you really out. know David? I don't really know. I know David gives away a lot of money and a lot of yeah, cars, cars, but <laughs> I don't really hear much about how David's doing, you know? <laughs> like, that's the yeah. fucking thing. And, you know, you grew up with these people and they kind of shaped how you talked and how you act yeah. and how you gamed or did whatever it was that your hobby was. They, if you watch skating videos, that dude showed you Straight how to skate. Up. You know, that's fucking, it's just like, that's the vibe. And like, they kind of <laughs> formed who you were for that period of time. Yeah, some people crazy. never It's like grew a new dynamic. That. I mean, yeah. our parents' generation, they didn't have that. Hell they no. were shaped by their fucking parents, yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's wild because I think about a lot of the people that I watch and like, one of my favorite things to do is just like go onto a channel that I haven't been on in like a year or two, even more, and just figure out, all right, what have they been doing? Let me see the growth. Let me see the, Definitely. oh, the channel is dead. Like, let me see if I can figure out why. Like, what are the last three videos? What do they, what do they say? What do they say about the person? What's he going through? Blah, blah, blah. But then there's, I mean, there's people, we talk a lot about Red and Link, uh, Good Mythical Morning. They've been doing it for, since before YouTube. And just being an entertainer, being best friends, being a duo, just like super speaks to us. And like, They've just fucking killed it. Like, they they run such a good unit. Like, their content, just, like, two shows a day that are 15 to 20 minutes each. Fucking hella crisp content there that's, like, yeah. repetitive in the best way. Like, it's branded to them, but it's new shit every time. But they have the same games, and it's reformatted and shit. A fucking podcast every week. A fucking extra show every Saturday. A fucking vlog on top of that. Like... What in the world? Multiple other brands spun off, like, out of there, like, other channels, like, and it's just so crazy, because, like, it spawns from two people saying, hey, let's stop doing this and do what we want to do. It's, you know, people will pay attention to that, right? It's like, I don't know, right? You got to do it. You got to see. Like, <laughs> That's how it happens. Figure it out. Yeah. But that, I mean, talk about manifesting shit. They fucking manifested that shit from day one. They, they talk about, like, uh, Red especially talking about, like, going to events and like seeing somebody speak and he was like this is a yearly event that guy's speaking how do i be that guy and then like next year he's the fucking one speaking like okay well it's not that hard like he that guy up there speaking didn't really want to be doing it he kind of got forced in here you just got to be the one that wants to do it and some shit like that can happen i mean figure it out you want to rap start with the open mic that's a great idea (laughs) yeah i think it's always cool to like I got a biology degree, so I kind of got this weird thing where I look at things from, like, a biological perspective. And, like, we're the only animals that can see ourselves in the past. And then, like, if you think about that, it's kind of trippy. You blew my mind. Walk me through that. So it's like we have this thing called a camera, right, camcorder. Like, we can record content, voice. We can hear ourselves. We can take in our own stimuli from the past and the present. And that oh. shapes our future. I think that's what like fucking separates us from shit. It's just insane to think about that. And that's that's why I've always been kind of attracted to like 
the camera. Like I love being behind the camera, and, like behind the editing board, and Photoshop. Yeah, dude, that. capturing like, moments or deciding you can see how that. a you moment see comes that together. Later. Yeah, yeah that's like what I'm an, saying. It's like an epic photo it's album. Crazy. <laughs> dude, that's wild. I've never thought about it that way. Like uh, a lot of the things that I think about when it's like, uh, I don't know, when, if I think about animals, I guess people are people are weird because we're in a weird time like a lot of people won't talk about animals on a podcast in a in a very uh they're not just they're just not going to do it so like certain people are vegan and they will not you know stand by somebody that eats meat like certain people (laughs) eat meat and they hate anybody that's vegan like and it's ridiculous like my whole thing is eat what you want to eat and at the end of the day certain things will kill you if you eat you know, enough of anything, you're going to die. If you eat only one thing, you are going to die. I've yet to find one thing that you can just eat one of and just eat only that for the rest of your life and you'll be fine. Yet to find it. You eat too much of anything. You have too much water. Yeah, too much water. Water ain't poisonous, but you damn sure can have too much water. It's called drowning. Like (laughs) It's not hard to do. You can do it in very little water, actually. So it's one of those things where like, okay, my body will tell me what not to eat. Thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? My body will tell me what to take and what not to take and when's too much. And like, maybe there will be a day when I turn around, it's like, oh shit, I'm looking at my body. It's dead as fuck on the ground. I'm like standing over it in my spiritual astral form. And I'm like, that was too much. (laughs) That was too much. That was the wrong kind of mushroom. That was the, you know, hey, you eat too much pizza. That's what happens. That's what happens. When I was a kid, I used to be scared of eating carrots because one time I ate a carrot, I got a stomachache. Felt like someone was trying to poke out of my chest. I was like, bro, can carrots reform in your chest? Because it feels like there's like a carrot trying to like poke, like holy shit. Didn't eat carrots for like a year or two. But my point is, you fucking think some shit like that. Okay, well, then don't eat carrots. You're not going to die. My eyesight's fucked. That's probably why. But like, you're going to die. And so like, you'll figure it out. Like, People say you can't live without this or that or the other. People go vegan for this reason or they do the uh, all these different diets pop up out of nowhere and people won't eat this or they're only eating that. And it's like, okay, that's cool as long as your body's cool with it. But like my body's been cool on this. So I'm going to keep cooling on this. Like, I don't, you know, animal of nature, animal of habit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all creatures of habit. Yeah, they yeah. are. But that's the thing. I don't know. Like, that's kind of what I'm getting to is like if you showed an animal a camera and like you filmed an animal every day for like a year and every day for that year you showed him the footage and then like showed him it getting put together like would they under like yeah that's kind of a cool experience and it'd be so (laughs) cool the same thing with like a gorilla like okay yeah they're used to eating what they eat and like people are like that's that's terrible or like you know farm animals are like that's terrible you gotta feed them better blah 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 okay but like give them the option. At the end of the day, it sounds how it sounds. That's an animal. I'll bet you he's going to pick the thing that he likes the most, but he's going to pick the same thing every day. They don't want variety. Like, that's it. Maybe you give it to him and it changes my mind, but like, go try to give that gorilla McDonald's. See what he wants. Like, figure it out. That dude's not going to get addicted to chicken nuggets. (laughs) That's a fucking ape, dude. He's an animal. He eats protein. Yeah. Like, it's. It's been yeah. a long time. It's evolution. He's evolved to eat what he eats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he needs certain yeah, this things. This is kind of a tinge. I had an evolution professor in, in yeah. college, and dude, this dude used to do research on psychedelics. And he would like invite me back into his room and be like, read this, read that. 
read this Whoa. and that, read, watch this video about psychedelics and like, I would love we to could pull up his video, man. This dude goes into depth on psychedelics and like this dude was teaching a class over at OU, like Harvard degree, everything computer. He's a computer scientist and evolutionary biologist. And dude, that's, sh- that man fucked my brain up. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. yeah, man. That man fucked my brain up. So, yeah, lost my train of thought there, but psychedelics will do that. Tangent. <laughs> tangent. <laughs> um, no, I'm telling you, like, psilocybin specifically, like, I, that's kind of what I was hinting at with the whole lectures and shit. It was like, you wouldn't think that kind of information would come from these high class professors yeah. and people of that, you know, scholar. But that's where it always comes from. Yeah, and that's, and they're fucking right. Yeah. And man, the future is going to be a lot more like that. I hope so. Like I'm here that, for I mean, that. He was telling me about medical treatments, like good research behind it of drugs like ayahuasca that cure Can't people wait. of, yeah, you plan on taking a retreat? I would love to say that I'm planning. It is a pipe dream pipe because dream. I have, I've, I've stumbled across a hilarious fucking comedic joke the other day and I cannot figure out who said it, but he was talking about, uh, he was like, people say that weed makes you forget stuff, man. Weed does not make you forget stuff. Every time I smoke weed, I remember that I have anxiety. Like, <laughs> every time I remember. It's it's very helpful. But I have so much anxiety towards flying to a place. I don't even know where. Never would have been there before in my life. And meeting up with a shaman who is a self-declared shaman and... Trusting that he, who has probably done this and has access to this drug all the time, and, like, there's some kind of weird thing. It's like, okay, even just with any drug, like, you can probably trust that your weed dealer is going to be a little bit late because he's smoking weed. He's lazy. He's, like, a little bit slow on time, as everybody else is. You can probably trust that your Coke dealer is going to get there extra speedy quick because he's fucking fast. Like, (laughs) I, I don't do drugs like that, but, like, you can tell, like... If this person has that, they're probably doing it. And so you got to deal with those kind of consequences. The shaman that does ayahuasca and has access to that shit on a regular basis, this life-altering drug, I'm supposed to just trust that you got my back, bro? All right, bro. I'm going in. You're good? All right. Like, what? There's a language barrier there that I don't know. You speak English? Did you learn English only to do this? Like, is this... Are, are you speaking the lines of English that I'm hearing now only pertaining to what you're doing, the directions? And then when I tr- start tripping out and I'm like, bro, help me. He's like, what? Like, and it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I need help. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. my whole fear. There's so much. And you don't want to be, ang- you know, in any kind of anxiety ridden state when you're going yeah, to really. do something like that. Yeah, fuck all that. If I can get rid of that, yeah. fuck yeah, I'm planning to do ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, I watched this video where the guy had the same concerns, but he went ahead and did it. But the only thing he made sure of was that everyone else that he was doing it with or everyone else that was there at the retreat had, like, a certain net worth. So it's like, if we all fuck up, I mean, it's kind of his way of gauging, like, the credibility of that retreat, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I guess there's some retreats out there, and that'd be pretty cool, dude. Just based off what doctor my professor said back then, I mean, it's just like yeah, it's like yeah, cures cures addiction and OCDs. There's a lot of research you yeah. know, coming up on that, so I guess we'll stay tuned. I mean, I'd love to like in general, like if I could, I guess the best case scenario for me right now would be to find someone 
who is adamant about it and they're going to do it no matter what and then document them doing it. Ooh, baby. And then I'll be good after that. I'll go back after I've edited it down and made yeah. sure that it's good. All right, we're good. All right, cool. I'll figure it out after that. But I don't know, like That's dope. anything like that, like I'm against any hard drugs and that it, while it's still natural, that's the fucking thing. It's, it's like it's natural, <laughs> but it's that seems like a hard drug. You know what I mean? Like, that seems pretty fucking hard to me. But, it, you know, it's one of those things. I won't do anything that's not natural For these real. days. And so, like, it's just uh, it's a tough sell, <laughs> but I'm sold. I just got to figure out details and shit like that. Yeah, talk to some more people who've done it, things like that. Yeah. It should all help. Yeah. And I mean, you, everybody knows somebody that's like, oh, bro, dude, don't even worry about that. I got this plant in my backyard, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, no. Listen, <laughs> listen. I need a shaman. I need a shaman. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm super spiritual, like, on that kind of level. Like, I, I'm super into that shit. I've got friends that self-proclaimed spiritual healers and, you know, all that kind of good shit. And, like, I'm all for it. I think that the society that we live in today, like, makes it really difficult to really sustain any kind of life outside of the society. Like if you really, it's really hard to say fuck the society. Like it's really fucking hard to be like, nah, I'm just going to fend for myself. I'm not going to work. Like it's difficult to like do your own thing. Even when you do your own thing, like, you know, business wise, you got to abide by all these different laws and like all these different formats and like all these different things that you really don't, have as much freedom going into it as you would want or like maybe expect. But I think it's, it's interesting. Cause if we could get to a place where like there was an option for people to just opt out and it's like, nah, like without being called a cult or without like, you know, I mean, where in the world can you physically just go set up camp and like not have to have any money? Like where can I grow my crops, like live and take care of myself? Like I'm not, I don't need, you know, maybe I can go drive into town and get some food. But, like, what do I need? Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah. Like, do I have to have a social security number to have Wi-Fi? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so you can't drop off the face of the earth and, like, it's not possible. I'm not sacrificing Wi-Fi. It just can't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Wi-Fi's dope. you know, I mean, if you did or if you could go without, like, what's preventing people that are so done with it or what's preventing people, you know, just nomadic people and all that kind of shit from just all right, I set up my teepee, set up my little tiny home. Like, is Netflix really that important to everyone? They got us this track. You're telling me there's not any group of people that's just like, nah, fuck that. Like, the whole thing. Fuck that. That's what I'm waiting on. It's just like the first big split. Like, it hasn't already happened. Everybody's all split and separated, but it's just weird. Because, like, everybody complains about it, complains about it, complains about it. And, like, I know, like, a lot of the disorders that we talk about, like uh, attention deficit mm -hmm. disorder, that's mm -hmm. only a disorder in the society that we live in today. Straight like, facts. Like, you're fucking, right. oh, you're an insomniac? You mean you would have been the first to stay alive back in the day when all the dangerous shit's happening? Yeah, at night? man, it's all just a business, man. Yeah, it's like, okay, it that's is, great. Business, we created man. an economy where now that's a disorder and that's a <laughs> deficit and, like, it does cause you problems, like, in the society that we've built. Yeah, but, like, it's like I think medicine's like bullshit. It's, it's like, Rockefeller, she has, I don't know, read a lot about yeah. him. And the whole medical field's kind of on his coattails, if that makes sense. It's like depression's a business. A lot of things are yeah. a business just from things I picked up shadowing 
doctors as a pre-med student. It's uh, getting their opinions on shit. It's pretty eye-opening. It's kind of freaky sometimes. Yeah. Like, for, yeah, man, it's just okay. these. It's uh, I don't want to get into it too much, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it. No, I've got I've got some like yeah. thoughts on all that shit because like even just with depression as a whole, like not that it's a myth or not that it's like. I think the fact that you can just eliminate it is a myth. Like you've yeah. got these, you know, it's easy to think about it in this way, but like you've got these scales and these bars in you and you've got this happiness bar and a sadness bar and a fucking love bar. Yeah, and sure. like you could be happy for like eight days straight and your bar is fucking draining down and you'll be happy as a motherfucker until that shit's empty. And when it's empty, the party could still be happening and you're sitting there wondering, why am I sad? Why am I depressed? Well, because yeah. your happy bar is like you're desensitized to and it. You're done. <laughs> yeah. and so like the depression bar is just as big a bar as anything else. I mean, like shit, mm. it's all equal. There's just a whole lot more feelings than you fucking realize it sometimes. You know I mean, some of those happy feelings seem sad and some of it, you know, it's just like, oh, shit. But yeah, I think especially with medicine, like I was asking, I can't remember who, someone the other day, do you think like antidepressant medication is like a solution to a problem or like a band-aid over a wound or like a poster mm. over a hole in the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it makes you, it makes you really think cause no, there's no truth out there to any of these medications, you know, unless no. it's like antibiotics, but you know, not to get too like technical oh, yeah. and shit. No, but, I feel you. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Like there's, you know, everybody's always got to have a fix, but it's like, haven't we fixed everything yet? Like <laughs> we've been alive a long time. And I mean, I know like there's always development. There's always, you know, but like I'm saying like, Okay, what's the point then? Okay, should there be a cure for cancer? Yes, awesome, cool. Nobody should have to suffer through that. But at the end of the day, we cure cancer, we cure this, we cure that, we cure Alzheimer's, we cure this, we cure that, and then suddenly people live forever, and now what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we just chill? <laughs> All right, everybody, stop having kids. We're about full. Now we're going to have to respectfully ask. Nobody's going to do that. Come on now. So if we just cure everything and everybody lives forever, what the fuck are we doing? There's a nap. There's a there's a time. You know, everybody's got a time. Might not seem yeah. like the right time at the time, but like that's why it's the time. But <laughs> you can't just you <laughs> know Goddamn. you got to chill on it. And so like I don't know. Like people are, if you you know if you focus on I I'm gonna cure my depression. Okay, and what's next though? Cure cure the bad stuff. Yes, you know make yourself comfortable, but. There's got to be a little bit of pain or a little bit of discomfort in that comfort to keep you going. I mean, so yeah, like, man, you, you're only as happy as, or you're only as sad as you were happy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you're 10 units happy, you know, exactly. you can only be 10 units sad. Exactly. I think that's, that's just, I guess, the way I look at things. And oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, happiness for me is just like, I've thought about it a lot growing up. It's like, I think it just, for me at least, it comes down to something pretty simple it's just like having something to look forward to every day hey that's that matthew mcconaughey speech right there for real i love that shit his uh oscar speech is one of my favorites he talks about like three things it's like uh someone to look up to something to look forward to and then someone to chase and like he's got his always examples of all of them and like yeah. it's just that's what it is it's something to keep going because like a lot of times like that first step in uh, a lot of depression like books or something like that is like what do you have to look forward to like, because you've been so focused on this sad thing, you haven't planned anything. What happened to that concert that you wanted to go to? What happened to that gig that you wanted to do? Like, you know, what happened to what you wanted to plan? And, like, 
You have something to look forward to. Your shit might be bad now, but you got to keep going till that. You got to figure it out till that next one. Shit like that. Um, but that kind of pertains to our questions of the week this week. Some of them sent in. Some of them Simon came up with. First one I want to hit you with is, what do you do to keep yourself in the right mindset? And how do you correct yourself when you're on the wrong path? Dude, I think you just got to have like, you got to know, for me, it's like, I've learned, I think it was through like, I don't know, some, some older wise guy told me, know your truth. That kind of stuck with me. So it's like, I just try to, if I'm always kind of feeling a little, uh, a little float, like, a, like I'm floating around, you know, in my own head, I just try to think of my own truths and just keep the eyes on the goal and move forward. Oh yeah. Very goal oriented person. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I tell people like kind of an idiot, but. I try to get it done. You know, if yeah. my eyes are on something, I just do what I got to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's done. the way to be, though. Um, so talk a little bit about the importance of chasing an opportunity. So we we mentioned earlier in the episode that you're very good about following through when you see an opportunity. Um, yeah. How do you kind of manage? I don't know how to put it. I mean, it's a lot to juggle, I guess. I mean, how do you choose so which opportunity like, okay. to put the gas on? And it's like, oh, well, I mean, so I could, good, yeah, there's endless good. opportunities. I could pick whatever one. That's but. a good question. I, I think the way I look at it is like, I'm super like analytical brain. So I, for me, it's like a numbers game. You know, if you have like, if you hit up, let's say 10 people, you know, you might have one good opportunity, but if you hit up a hundred people, you know, at that same rate, you'll have 10 good opportunities. And out of those 10 good opportunities, one of them could be a great opportunity. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. you, you run numbers, you're very... Look at all the factors. It's straight, not a, straight analytical, man. I, yeah. I hate it sometimes, but no, I think that's the best way to be. Cause like I, I've got both, like I'm very analytical, but I'm very passionate. So like, I'll be like, I'm looking at a straight zero. Like I, it is a fat <laughs> zero and a waste of time. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's going to be so fun. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. Like, look at what we'll do. And like in the grand scheme of things, it is a bad idea. But there's a lot of times that I'm like, nah, I'll put the gas to it. Let's go. Like, yeah. push it. Yeah, but that kind of makes you think sometimes, you know, like you can meet someone that you think is like, you know, not really a good opportunity. But, you know, you talk to them up, kind of re-tap that, and you get to someone who has a fire opportunity, you oh, know, yeah. that you vibe with. So it's kind of like a balance. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe oh, that yeah. goes back to manifestation maybe, you know, like yeah. your thoughts. Figuring out, thoughts yeah. Thoughts just kind of bring. I remember you said something in that Whataburger parking lot. About, like, it's not just, like, your energy, but it's, like, everyone's energy. Yeah. Dude, that shit was pretty... I didn't really process it the first time, but yeah. I think I got a gist of it. <laughs> well, so like, that was branched off with the conversation of uh, we're all the same. And so, like, that's yeah. a whole podcast. But in short, it's basically talking about how I could be talking, and that's great. And to look at myself from the outer and, okay, Evan's talking. Evan's talking about what what i'm talking about affects the situation just as much if not more than i do evan's talking to who that affects the situation just as much if not more than i do so when i talk about myself or when i talk about me and people think about i'm in i'm in control my actions you know everything's affecting me that's great but also you're affecting and everything else is affecting you just as much if not more and i can't stress that enough so when it comes to like what he was talking about, it's uh, it's like a, it's a toss up because it's like, did I manifest that or did somebody else? Mm. Because me and Simon chilling a lot. Okay, we're both thinking similar things, but if he thinks something just a little bit more specific and that one happens, 
well, it's probably also going to happen to me. I'm probably going to be there. I'm, if it's a bad time or a good time, I'm probably going to partake in it. But is that me or is that Saman? And did I manifest it by chilling with Saman? Did I, you know, it's a whole ladder. And I love that conversation just because it leads into the whole ladder of ego consciousness that I believe in and solves a lot of people's problems and brings up a whole lot of problems for a lot of other people. But that whole thing, I mean, it's just like, it's so simple yet so complex. And you can look at it and talk about like, well, in short, you picture a ladder and like rungs on a ladder, like you're going to climb it and your bottom rung, you know, the one that you barely even touch because you never need the one that you put your foot on. Nobody uses that first one. That's your consciousness. That's your ego in your brain right now. Listening to this podcast, being like, Evan, what the fuck are you talking about? When you have an out-of-body experience and you're able to, or even some people, they've just got this mindset where they feel as if they're watching themselves or witnessing themselves make moves and make actions. And, oh, they feel so sorry for this person. Or, oh, they feel so happy for this person. And they view it as like that next rung. That's that next rung on the ladder. You're one consciousness out. That one out-of-body experience. Well, that's cool. And then people that do that a lot can understand that, oh, well, there's one more above that. And that's you watching yourself, watching yourself. And that's the trick. That's where it gets very tricky because then how far up does this ladder go? Mm -hmm. How, how many, how many consciousnesses up can I go? And once you start going up, well, fuck bro, what's at the Mm -hmm. top? And that's the scary thing. Makes you not want to say it and shit. Cause you start realizing you're like, Oh, that's how those people trip. That's how those people, you know, the ego death that turns you into God. Oh no. Now he's lost it. Now he's insane. But there is a bit of truth to where that comes from. It's that whole, well, if I can go outside of my body and then one more out of that, what's infinitely that that's him watching all of us. That's him. You know, that's that. And it's, a whole you don't want that you don't want you don't want to be around somebody that feels that way much less feel that way yourself but with every myth there is some hint of truth and like that's the tying line is that ego consciousness you you can get a couple rings out do i think that you can get a thousand million trillion rings out how many rings that would take i'd probably not but you don't have to necessarily wallow in your own brain all the time you can take a step to the side watch that and it does suck because you're like oh man i feel so bad for that person but that person is you you don't have to be that person for the whole time think about something else for a minute like it's crazy it's wild have you ever have you ever like turned around and like noticed that you're watching yourself rather than doing something or have you ever felt like that yeah sometimes so what was the situation? Walk me through. How do you feel when you notice situation. that? Situation. So I usually get nervous when I'm doing something I'm not usually doing all the time. Okay. So like trying something so, new. And for example, prime example, uh, when we were fishing out with Connor that one day, <laughs> like I was confident enough in like what I was doing, but like the way you were saying like, no, you don't know how to do it. Hyping it up for the Hyping camp. Hyping it up. And then I was like, fuck, okay, let me really perform. I was so focused on what I was doing on the outside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. showing you and everything. So, got tied up into that and fucked up the whole thing. Well, I wouldn't say fucked it up. I think we got some great content out of it. But, but I think you're <laughs> right. Like, that is a moment where 
you are doing something, you're you're doing an action, but your your brain feels like you're watching yourself do it rather than doing it. And it's a weird yeah. thing. Um, what about you? Have you ever felt like, I don't know, it's not like Honestly, you're not in control, like, but. I don't know if y'all are talking about like self-awareness. Yeah. Or just like yeah. a weird feeling of like, you're kind of in a control room. Like I, I think that's a great head. way to put it though. It's like hyper self-awareness. Like just like so much so that it almost feels like you're watching yourself do it. It's like, well, I know that I'm doing it. I'm pouring this glass of whiskey, but like I'm thinking about me pouring the glass of whiskey. I feel like I'm watching me pour the glass of whiskey. And it's weird to describe because yeah, it's, it's weird, weird to it's feel. Like ethereal, yeah. like you get again inside your yeah. own head, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. That, that's, that's I'm going to try to think about that more often. Hell yeah, that's what I or maybe think Maybe I should, of. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what I think of when I think of like people being like, oh yeah, dude, I had a trip, bro. I had an out-of-body experience. And like, that's great, cool. But you can't be doing that all the time. And that stuff does... Um, does i mean it's science it works like that you know i can i can tell you're tripping bro like i know you are i can see it you're fucked up but at the same time it's like okay but when you're not tripping like you've never felt like an out-of-body experience like you like and that's where it gets me because i think like our generation only associates it with tripping but older generations have no knowledge that that's even what they're trying to do yeah um, I don't know, like you guys both have similar parentage, you know, just your parents Facts, are similar. Yeah, yeah, for you, how did your parent, what was your idea of that kind of stuff growing up? Uh, dude, was, I mean, my parents were pretty like strict, you know, like do school, do sports, go to bed on time, like everything routine on point type of thing. Um, so I guess I didn't have them. Like I wasn't like my mind space wasn't that. Yeah, expanded that woke back then to say I'd say I the guess, same. Yeah, like I, I never really have an out. I don't think I had an out of body. No, nah, me. Maybe either, everything man. is an out of body experience. Yeah, for maybe you. that's <laughs> the thing. That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I was pretty similar. My dad wasn't strict at all, but he was sober, so I, he didn't. There was never any alcohol in the house to steal. There was never any mention of. I had no idea what drugs were when we went into health class and started learning about all this shit and you know, you kind of put together, oh, that's what that was. Okay, that's, mm -hmm. I understand what my older friend does now. Like, I can see that in him. But it was all, that was all new to me, end of middle school, freshman year. I, it was, that was the experience there. And I know it was the same for Simone. It was, it was never in our house. It was never, our older friends growing up were very clean about it. Yeah. If they were doing it, they weren't doing it around us. And like, sure. that was known. We were just skating around. And like, it was just, it wasn't that it, I, I don't even want to say it wasn't an option because like as soon as it was available, it was available all the time. Um, so I feel like the option was probably already always there, but it was never something that we like took advantage of. And so growing up, I think we watched movies, TV, stuff like that. But I can't think of anybody growing up in our neighborhood or that went to our school that we could look at and just say like that's the bad example with drugs like we didn't have a real life bad example right we didn't have a real life example of anything really but i don't know maybe that was because we were coming along setting examples <laughs> but who knows <laughs> um, but yeah so it, it is it is a weird thing um i think that 
mm. out of body experience, whether it's happening all the time or not. That's a great debate. I think like yeah. there's so much. We even talked about starting a spiritual podcast and just having a place for people to come and ask questions because it is a weird topic. It is something that like even podcasters kind of steer away from because they're they're clear that, you know, okay, well, this is a very divisive topic. And I mean, like, come on now. What are we here to do? Do you, like, you could come on and talk about, like, I mean, you could go on and Google on the news. Okay, let's talk about the news. So, Mom, what happened this week? Oh, you see uh, LAX? Somebody tried to hijack a plane, like, two weeks ago? That shit for real? Yeah. That's not exciting, though, to me. Nah. <laughs> it, like, it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, cool. Now what? <laughs> like, now we could do a podcast like, where we run through like 60 we'll topics and talk about that shit, or we could fucking actually talk about some shit that people have questions on and like a whole podcast about the kind of the spiritual side of psychedelics of, you know, of the the non psychedelic, just like the meditation side of it, Mm. the fucking, all of this shit. Someone always talks about semen retention side of it. Like the whole nine. Straight (laughs) up, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to my boy, Hudson. Hey, he's he's coming in next episode. I swear. Um, And so it's, uh, it's just one of those things Like we talked about it and like, it's something that I'm not against. I think that it's, there needs to be (laughs) more platforms and more places. Not that there aren't already, there are plenty of them, but there needs to be more. There always needs to be more of that stuff going on. Just a place where, you know, I mean, when you send a question into a podcast, I listen to more podcasts than I produce, which is, you know, even tough to say. Yeah, that's but the thing is, I listen to more of them and I send questions in and I've had some answered. You know, anybody that sends them in knows that you don't usually get answered. But when you're sending it in, you know, I'm probably not even going to get looked at. But you still put every ounce of respect and courage and like you don't want to fuck up. You know, you want to make sure it sounds correct and blah, blah, blah. And you want to ask a good question and this, that, the other. But coming with that is that fear of like i'm not gonna ask this that's stupid that podcast is not for this kind of question but i think that there's a whole bunch of questions out there that a whole bunch of people would get a lot of help out of they got to answer yeah just like surrounding that kind of stuff because there is there's a whole bunch of questions that i want to ask about ayahuasca to make me more comfortable with that kind of shit like i mean shit let's interview somebody call them up let's figure Uh it out I mean, there's probably someone out there in like the middle of wherever that probably yeah. has the exact answer. Exactly. You know I just I mean? want to talk about find me somebody that didn't. Let me let's talk about their experience. Walk me through it. By the end of it, I'll probably be way more comfortable. And I mean, at the end of the day, whether I did it or not, isn't that what we want? Like out of life, is everybody to be more comfortable? Like in like every situation, mm-hmm. like no matter who they're talking with. I don't yeah. want to walk down the street and like. I mean, I, I've never done this, but you hear about like uh, where we grew up, like women would uh, walk across the street if they saw, like, a man walking directly towards them in Dallas. Yeah. That's awful. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Be safe. Take care of yourself. You know, be safe out here. But <laughs> it's raw in these streets. But you yeah. can't, you know, that's yeah, awful to is. think. Like, human to human, like, you're worried like it's a, like an animal that's going to attack you like because you don't know this person. You're not comfortable. And it's like, I wish we could live in a world or progress towards a world where, you know, you're never going to be 100%, but... Couldn't we be more comfortable than we are now? Like less anxiety going into everyday situations, first day of school type scenarios. Can't yeah, I think, I think can't those be there. easier? I, th- I think like kind of getting there. Definitely, I've seen some of the craziest shit. Is like growing up. First day of school is a perfect example. Remember how much stress and anxiety there is on first yeah. day of school? It's so scary. We talked about it in not the season two premiere, but the season one premiere of uh, Whiskey Sour. 
uh, we were talking about like trying something new, first day of school, all that stuff. And just like the pure, like, oh my God, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then you sit there and it's like, what do I do? When you go and like, if you drop a kid off at like first grade and you watch the first five minutes, that kid does not look anxious. That kid looks like he is having a blast. You do get that shy kid where he's like sits there and stuff. But like most of the times you drop the kid off, they see other kids playing, having a good time. They're like, dude, I'm about that. Let me go over there. But in their head, it feels so anxious. It feels so big and scary. And then you can look back on it and it's like, was I just the anxious one? Or is there, I mean, is there some, what's going on here? There's not a correlation. You're not acting very nervous. But it's just because you're a kid. I mean, that was the biggest, you know, that was the most anxious thing that you've done. That was the scariest, you know, most risky thing that you did. Oh, man, I got to go away from my parents for eight hours? Risky business. Who's going to watch me? I'm running off left and right. They're always yelling at me to doing something. I'm always doing something wrong. Who's going to keep me in check? Fuck, dude. Dude, my parents put me in this kindergarten where, like, they have a two-way mirror in the middle. It was, like, at a university. This was, like, before preschool. It was, like... Like a school before preschool, like I don't know, pre preschool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we would just get observed and like fucking. That's kind of weird to think about. Like, but my mom would say I was super like, like as you just said, like I would just like gravitate towards where seemed more like popping. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. If like three kids were talking, I would just fucking like go that way. (laughs) Yeah, and it's funny because like I kind of got the same like not classes and shit but just like asking my dad it's one of my favorite things to do is just like recalling moments of my childhood and asking him what was your takeaway like was this as big of a problem as I thought it was or did you notice this like I did or you know whatever and I go back to this uh soccer game I had when I was young it was funny as shit uh you remember Hector Mm. right okay Hector was on the Iron Giants soccer team I was on the Frisco Flames and for scale yeah bro not a good not a good name not a good name i don't know and we're all we're all hype as fuck i find out i'm playing this team we're all hype talking about it all week get to soccer saturday and we're out there and neither of us were playing goalie but we were kind of like over off by the goal game's going like people are kicking the ball playing around he's really good like he's a much better he played soccer all his life and we're in second grade at this time so it was he's better at this point but it's still kid, you know, games. And so you could really hop in and out of the game as you wanted. And we found ourselves sitting there talking. I just remember getting yelled at by both our parents and then both our coaches being like, bro, this isn't the friend hour. Like, play the game. Because we're both on the side of the field mid-game just talking, just chilling. And I just remember, like, years later talking to my dad about it. And, like, the kind of takeaway from the conversation was, like, you always were, like, I'm going to go do what everybody else is doing, but I don't think you recognize that like everybody's playing soccer. So you're there, but you are not playing soccer. Like you were there to do other shit. Like you would play on the playground with the kids afterwards. And like, you looked at it as like, yeah, we're playing soccer. Yeah. All right. And then we're going to go play this cool. And then now my friend Hector's on the other team. So we're going to talk. Cause like, okay, yeah, I wanted to come play soccer, but now I want to, I want to talk to my friend Hector. So you just talk to your friend Hector. You didn't see that the, there's like a commitment factor there. Like, no, this is an hour that we're going to play this game. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I see where you're coming from. Because looking back, there are a lot of moments that I can like pull up and I'm like, yeah. Like, I mean, I went to like 
a science camp, like, where you went every day and, like, learned some shit with my friend Bergman, and, like, we chilled. But, like, I went to go chill with Bergman. I didn't go to go to science camp. Like, it's just some shit that we did. But I don't know, like, how how were you as a kid compared to, like, now? Like, I mean, you weren't, you were not an anxious kid. Me back then? I mean, it didn't seem like it. You were the loud one. I was the quiet one. Yeah, I used to goof off a lot in class and shit. So I'd say I probably felt more anxious when I, like, moved. When I came to, like, north and shit. As you got older. Yeah, as I got older because I didn't know anybody there at the time. So I was just trying to see what crowd I could fit in with at the time, really. So that kind of, like... Yeah, it gave me anxiety and shit. But so I didn't really. It's not as long back like, now. But would it, is it? I mean, it's high school for you, so it's not high school. It's not like I started it's changing kid. a lot towards like the end of my college. My so then school. after the change, can you look back at some of those experiences and be like, can you? You just know, like, ah, well, I felt that way because of at the time, right? Like, yeah, you know, it, it. I don't know. I I question how much people really think about that kind of stuff. I don't think about it too heavily, but if shit like pops up and you're like trying to thigh, kind of like if you could ask it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, more questions of the week, kind of basic, but I'm hoping for they're not basic answers. They're gonna be complex. Uh, let's go around. What's your biggest passion? You gonna do guest first? Sure, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought about this a lot. I mean, I think I got like three main passions. Oh yeah, it's gonna sound cliche as fuck, but just challenging yourself. That feeling you get when you like challenge yourself and then you accomplish it. It's like the first time that happened for me is like I wasn't about it at first. I guess you know it was like so basically it was like my soccer coach is like y'all can do this and our entire team was like no we can't like we're the worst team in the state and like we just listened to his plan and you know that feeling we got when we accomplished that challenge is like kind of like a drug. Mm. I would just say creating stuff, creating stuff and meeting yes. new people. That's my that's my main passion. Oh, yeah, that. for sure. I'll piggyback off that because creating is like the through line through all my passions. I had a real struggle growing up because I was like, I'm just about shit. I'm about that action. Like, let's do shit. And I was like, like, Simone knows, like, it was real scary growing up because I got an addictive personality, like, just growing up. Like, I'm talking <laughs> Damn, young, young. Bro. So it's like, oh, we're skating. I'm going to skate. Hell I got all the magazines. I'm watching skate videos. I'm watching skate movies. When it's light outside, we are skateboarding. Simon has many a memory where I'm like, we're skating. And he's like, dude, that's far. Or, dude, I just ate shit. Can you not see? I'm bleeding. I don't want to skate anymore. This isn't fun. And I'm like, but we're skating. Like, (laughs) we're skating. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. we should talk about that later. Yeah, Yeah, dude, I'm down. Love skating. But that was the thing is, like, it's the whole personality that comes with it. And I don't know if it's because skating was the first thing that we were, quote, into. Because skating is a whole personality. Everybody knows the skaters. So it, it comes with this whole vibe. Then it carried into, like, okay, I'm into cartoons. But I didn't just watch cartoons. I wanted to draw cartoons. And now I'm writing cartoons and, like scripting comic books and like now i'm into comic books but i'm not just into those i'm into fucking the whole like everything that i did i was always into the whole aspect of it and then i realized it was when i was like really into movies i was like what do i like so much about the fucking movie because i couldn't figure out what i wanted to do i was like do i want to film do i want to edit do i want to write do i want to direct 
why do I want to do it all? It's because it's the creating. creating. It's the creating something. There was nothing. Now there's something. Mm -hmm. And then somebody fucking felt because of that shit. Felt good, bad, ugly, whatever. I don't care. You cried to that shit. That's that's just like it. Like if you can create something, I mean, people, it's cliche, but with your hands, like now we're using technology, but like there was no podcast and now there is. There was 2.2 million podcasts and now there's 2.2 million and one podcast, you bitch. Three of those are mine. Like, <laughs> fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing there. And now there's mm-hmm. something. Somebody can go back and look at it. Yeah. Like, family videos type shit. Yeah. We talk a lot about our uh, our recaps, our after movies to, like, a lot of the events that we've been doing. And we're launching these videos and, like, how are they different from the Rolling Loud after movie? How are they different from the, you know, recaps from Lollapalooza? Ours is, feels like a, a family video. You watch that Rolling Loud after movie? Fucking epic, so. dude. From last year or this? Dude. Like, I mean, this year hasn't happened yet, right? Yeah, not no. yet. But any of them, they're just, they're lit. They make your eyes go wide and your jaw hit the floor. Our shit, we're trying to, okay, prevent that. Let's bring a smile to your face. Smile, yeah, you want to watch it and like, it's feel like, oh yeah, no, the, the shots do hang on a little bit longer. You get to feel a little bit more motion. You get to recognize the faces a little bit more, like yeah. all that good shit. And just do more with it. Um and I don't yeah. know, like creating is just, creating. it's a great passion to have because it can For take real. you wherever yeah. else. Do you think like us as people, like all we can, all we really have is creation? Like it's one of the only like things that we have that stays. We can do like, I know someone can be born, just fucking walk around everywhere all day. And yep. Like, yeah. It's wild. Observe, but man, creating. It's creating, wild, man. It's wild, man. So Simone, like, what besides <laughs> creating is your passion? What would you consider I really, yourself I'm passionate really into, about? Like fitness for sure. Fitness. Lately, yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Lately. I should probably throw that into you. Like yeah. fitness, fitness, like I didn't even get into fitness. Well, I did. Like I worked out when I was in like sixth grade, when I was in um, f- the football team there. Hey. Um, didn't really take the weight lifting like serious, you know, like I kind of felt like it was like overdoing the whole experience. But I really got more involved with like fitness towards when I was like 19. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it in that middle school football. Yeah, I didn't really take <laughs> the football lifting serious, man. Ray Lewis I, I fucking couldn't even do the, like, the yeah, shit, so right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't really teach form. So, because oh, yeah. um, we were young, man, we were kids, so we couldn't really do much. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, fitness for sure. Um, really passionate about, like, the gaming shit. It really something I do. It's grown with me throughout the years. So, um, I rather, yeah, like, something I invest my time in. So, with yeah, that, I, like, yeah. trying to make something out of it you know create some shit create some shit out of it so what motivates you with these passions with these creations because it's i mean my motivation hand in hand comes from kind of like within honestly in a way that like if i don't put pressure on myself nothing else will or like you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying though like like i'm not trying to compete with other people but we get stuck in that because we're always like social media people always fucking like with yourself yeah man you gotta like kind of like take yourself out of like everybody else because you you see all that shit on social media i mean your mind always tries to compare it to something else that's what we do uh human nature but um i'm trying to like i mean i still be on social media still anyways but i gotta i learned to limit that shit and not let it like take an effect on my like mood and like health and shit, mental health and shit. But um, as I was saying, so um, 
What was I saying? Like fit, just health, like fitness. Like, yeah, fitness and shit. That's something big. Like I put yeah, just, my life on the you line have at the to, gym, bro. Yeah, that's oh, a perfect like example. That, yeah, what, what like that's interesting. Like, it's a perfect example. Yeah, man. I because you can't fitness, especially you can't get motivation from outside. Like you can, you can go have your trainer, but everybody that's had a trainer knows if you're not in it, that shit doesn't work. It just doesn't. There's no way. So like that, like fitness has really helped me in like a lot of like areas in my life, like from just physical fucking strength to mental to like just uh, relieving stress and shit and like uh, shit like that. Oh yeah. All right. So Simone's gonna be like. 250 pounds of beefcake in like five, 10 years. Where do you see yourself <laughs> in five or 10 years? Uh, probably, you know, I got a shorter stature, so maybe like 200 <laughs> beefcake. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to oh, be yeah. there. How much you weigh? Actually, 157. I weighed myself today for the first time today. in a long time. Empty stomach, though. I was like 175. Okay, so two seventy five. That's what I'm right. saying. Five years time. Right. Um, That's what's up. But no, so like long term goals, we talk about a lot, a lot on yeah. the podcast. We try to answer that question like once every like ten, fifteen episodes. I feel like, then, depending on which podcast we're talking about. But uh, it just in general, I mean, five, ten years. It's not a long time, but it is enough time to get some work done. Um, so if it's you could put time. yourself, if you could put yourself, just a job title that you want to acquire in the next five or ten years, what would you say? Job title, like overall, the five ten years, yes, five sir. ten years, bro. I'm trying to get that founder title. Founder, yeah, man. Founder, founder. Yeah. CFO, man. Talk about creating CFO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chief financial yeah. officer. Are you into finances and shit? Not finance, accounting, but I'll oh, take over that shit. That's what's up. I'll tell niggas what's up. That's what's up. Oh, so you need the to be CFO of Martyr Media, is what you're saying? CFO, yeah. Okay. I'll tell niggas how to do the accounting. Take charge of that whole. Oh, I mean, you finance. just. I knew what it stood for, but you just explained to me why it stood for that. So, yeah, chief financial. All right, all right. What about you? But in the short term, probably do some like entry level accounting job, or like try to see what's out there. Get a spot in the accounting. Three. Figure out what type of accounting I'm like want to do for like a job. There's like cause accounting, manufacturing, fucking oil and gas oh, is okay. different. There's a whole different fucking tax accounting. Okay. Yeah. Are you like a business? Like, you got like a business mindset type of thing. Yeah, like business eventually. for sure. Um, I like numbers. I'm good with them. I like to like <laughs> for real. The pitch, the pitch, the pitch, the numbers, man. Good with numbers for real. Like I can figure out how to get like. That's what I'm saying. I was like good at math. Like I knew how to figure out how to like you know get to the answer. You know. I never had any problems. You let me copy your answer. homework a lot. <laughs> never had any oh, issues. Shit. This shit cracked me up. I don't know. What was your favorite class growing up? Favorite class. It was math. Math? Yeah, I like low key. Oh, yeah. But not when I was in college. When I was in calculus and shit, that shit was terrible. He said, ah. It <laughs> was garbage. Like man. Math no more. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit was not fun. You guys want to play a game real quick before we get out of here? Yeah. All right. So we got to introduce uh, a rapid relay to rapid our guests. Relay today. Yeah. So basically, what it is, is we got 30 second intervals. We're going to hit the timer. We're going to give you a topic. And in that 30 seconds, you're going to name as many of that topic or as many things in that, you know, category as you can. We're going to tally it up. We got three rounds. As many tallies as you got at the end of the three rounds. Just have more than some on. All right. So basically, I guess we'll let the guests go first. Yeah. That okay. sounds, sounds right to me. All right. So, <laughs> Simon, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Yeah. All right. Name as many animals as you can. 
go. All right, we got the narwhal, iguana, cow, dog, cat, bird, mouse, guinea pig, pig, horse, lamb, sheep, uh, buffoon, monkey, chimpanzee, orangutan, human, turtle, fish, salmon, squid, lobster, platypus, uh, mouse. I already, already said, said mouse and spider. Right. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. We oh, always talk about what fuck, if somebody bro. gets 30, one for every second. You just got 25. Fuck. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, Simone, go ahead and make a note. Put put that he got 25 because this that's, that's fucked. You might have just won. We might not need to keep score. Oh, my Lord. Okay, Simone. Shit. Oh, Oh my god! I can't get over that. How did what? animals isn't like a super hard one, but like dude, that's straight up my ADHD. Dude, I'm telling you, play. like people get like 11 and 12, and we're like, good job, like because they're beating us. We have to <laughs> no be like, way. good job, but like Jesus, Fuck, man. Um, oh, okay, so Saman, when you're ready, hit your timer and name as many rappers as you can. Go, Chief Keep, Lil Wayne, Jay Z, Kanye West, uh, uh, Tyler the Creator, the Baby, Lil Baby. Uh, 42 Doug, fucking Hobson, Eminem, uh, uh, Chance the Rapper, fucking hey. uh, Future, uh, Comethazine, uh, Smoke Perp, Lil Pump, uh, Desno Dub, fucking, uh, um, Kim Kardashian? No, fuck. <laughs> she don't rap. She don't oh, rap. No, fuck, fuck, that's 30. Was it? Bro, you got, I forgot your score, bro. No, you got 15. Um, I feel like it was 15 or 16, but I don't feel like Kim Kardashian's a rapper. Okay, so go ahead and put down that yourself got 15. 15. And then get my timer ready, bro. All right. 30 seconds. Flip the card. Jobs. Okay. Uh, construction worker. Tow truck driver. Uh, trash shoot. Uh, janitor, man, this is all dirty jobs. Uh, <laughs> chef, uh, teacher, uh, philosopher, uh, I think I'm at seven, Jesus Christ, uh, uh, barista, uh, 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 podcaster, uh, YouTuber, uh, uh, oh, damn. You could be a rapper, you could be a DJ, you could be, you could be a piano player. Uh, fuck, Hi. bro. What was that, like 11? I think it was 12. I'll take 12. I'll take a 12. 12. All right. Oh, fuck, dude. This isn't good. Damn, bro. All All right. right. Give him something difficult. All right. Rappers, when you kind of went off there. He did. He did. did. Kim Kardashian, though. Um, um, Okay. Count of three. Name as many fruits as you can. Go. One, two, three. Uh, Strawberry, blackberry, blueberry, raspberry. Apple, banana, orange, watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, melon, mango, papaya, dragon fruit, guava, banana, coconut, passion fruit, dragon fruit, uh, goji berry, acai berry, tomato, that's fruit, debatable, um, cocoa, I think that's a fruit. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got Stop. 22, but you might have slid some in there, dude. That was fast. That was 22. I think what saved me there was I just started with the berries and it just came. Holy shit. I don't know that berries. many berries. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, I didn't know there was that much God. fruit. 
I gotta get my fruit game up. All right. That was shit. I thought I was a fruity motherfucker. Damn. Holy fuck, dude. Rapid <laughs> you relay. thought you were a fruity motherfucker. Yeah, damn. All right, Swan. On the count of three, name as many brands of sodas you can't go. Dr. Pepper, 7-Up. Just flavors or Sprite, uh, Fanta, fucking uh, uh, Crush, Mountain Dew, uh, Root Beer, IBC Root Beer, fucking Cream Soda, fucking uh, uh, Fresca, fucking uh, uh, Dr. Thunder ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Knock off ass, huh? <laughs> Straight eleven, bro. That's thirty. All right, put put that. You got eleven. That was eleven. You got his last score, right? Eleven, eleven, eleven. Oh, oh, oh. All right, manifest some shit. Hurry up, hurry up. Oh man. All right, count of three. Drawing card. Thirty seconds on the clock. Ice cream flavors: uh, chocolate, cherry, vanilla, (laughs) uh, rocky road, uh, bubble gum in a dish. How many pieces do you wish? Uh, <sighs> confetti cake, uh, toffee, coffee, lemon lime, key lime pie, oh, strawberry shortcake. Uh, damn, what the fuck is that one? Peanut butter, uh, cinnamon swirl. Uh, oh, dude, I can't think of Cut. it. Dude, I think that's that mint? 18. That was what I'm fucking thinking of the fucking <laughs> mint chocolate chip. God damn it! So I used that? to get that all the time. You got 14. Jesus, okay. oh my lord! All right, last round. I got two more rounds if you want to do it. That was it. All right, bet. He's already in the lead. The numbers. Well, I mean, good. Was, come on now. Hit me with something like crazy. Well, this one you got a little you bit more thinking up. to do. <laughs> On the count of three, name as many five-letter words as you can. Sheesh. All right. Let's, let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, right. is sheesh a five-letter word? <laughs> Low-key, that was nah, kind of close. I think it's six. All right, let's, let's, let's start. Let's start. All right, so, ready? Uh, go. Street. Um, seven? Uh man, this shit's fucking hard. Cause you gotta think, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> martyr. Hey, <laughs> nice one. Martyr meat. Uh, yeah, media. Damn. No, I'm not media. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, no, martyr doesn't count. Is what is the six? <laughs> oh damn, I got so high. <laughs> I got so high. Okay, he gets Stop. three. Cause the media. Cause the media. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, Luke, I was like, wait, is that actually gotta, We need a fact checker. We got we got points we'll on the game. Let that slide. Three. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's All right, Simone, you ready? All right. He doesn't look very ready. He looks stressed. Fuck. You look like you had too much whiskey. Um, name as many three-letter words as you can. Go. Cat, dog, sit, mit, bit, bat, hat. Um, uh, top, fucking pop, <laughs> cap, um, lol. <laughs> that ain't no word. Yeah, damn it, damn it. Uh, fucking um, fuck. <laughs> if you see, if you see, yeah, like, <laughs> yo, yeah, wait, what was that? Yo, yo, 
think that was 13, 14. I counted 12. I'm gonna be, I lost count after, yeah. I lost 13. count after 10. I feel so. like 12 is generous, but I don't know. He did say fuck. It could be F-U-C. Like, fuck. All right, all right. We'll take that. All right, all right. LOL. I think our points are all that's over funny. the board, but that's all right. I feel like they're close enough. <laughs> um, all right, so sticking with the words, you got your timer ready? Yeah. Because I'm about to do four-letter words. Door, more, core. Shit, this is hard. Uh, damn. Um, slam. Um, Sam's four, bro. S L A M, bro. Don't make me spell right now. Sour, hour, motherfucker. Um, uh, here, uh, here, uh, fuck. Time, uh, place. Time. Oh, what is that? Fucking 12? Jesus Christ. Dude, no, I got bro. 16. Oh, damn. I'm selling myself short. I might have missed. No, like well, a hand. You, you said like a sentence in there. <laughs> and like two of the damn, words before that. Damn, all right, bet. bet. Uh, you're, like, I, you're like, fuck something. something you're right, you're right. <laughs> don't make me count. Oh, don't make. Damn, you're right. You're right. Don't was one. You make. said something. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I thought See, you did. I think we found a fact checker. I think we found a fact checker. We always talk about we need a I fact know. checker. Um, All right, this is a fun one. So I don't know which ones. I don't really know which ones are hard and easy ones here. But, uh, We'll go one more round. I think we kind of can see who's in the lead right now. But uh, Samal, you better step your game up if you want to win. On the count of three. Who is, whose turn is it? Well, it's his right now. Uh, but I'm just saying in general. This is the last round. On the count of three, give me as many ways to say hi as you can. Go. One, two, hi. three. <laughs> Ready? Hi, Shalom. Salutations. What's up? What's up? Que pasa? Can I do different languages? Fuck Hell I'm yeah. How we roll with it? And, uh what up? What's popping? What's good? Uh, what's up? Like one word. What up? Like one word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what up and welcome. Hey there. Uh, greetings. Time. Hell yeah, I got 13. 13? I like that one. All right, Simone. I think, I think you might be good with this one because I do... I don't hear you say what I'm about to say. I don't hear you say the topic very often, but you do say it in a different way a lot. What? On the count of three, one, two, three, name me how many ways you can say I'm drunk. Slosh, slumped, slumped. I said slumped, faded. <laughs> you sounded <Slush>. faded. <laughs> fucking hammered, fucking slumped. You keep saying I the same ones. Slumped, <laughs> fucking gone, gone, freaking laid out, fucking drunk as a fucking bat. It's drunk as it's coming, but I'll give it to All you. Right, that's it, you should have said I was fucked up. Just said I was lit. Come on now. Fuck. Come bro. on now. All right. Last round. Last Fuck time on the round. That was eleven. Yeah. You got your timer ready? Yeah. All right. Ways to say bye. Bye. Peace. See you later. Deuces. I'm done. I'm gone. See you tomorrow. See you later. See you next week. I'll catch you later. I'll catch you. All right, fam. This has been fun. Take it easy.
stay steezy, stay second, uh, safety second. Um, I'm out this bitch. Uh, fuck. Damn. <laughs> a good way to end that one. Damn. What was it? I got 14. What's uh, safety uh, second? I never heard that. I used to always say that shit when I was leaving because I was like, all right, like, had a good time. Safety second. Because, like, do you want to be safe first? Everybody says safety first. And, like, that's cool. But, like, let's have a good time first. Safety second. You know, make sure you're safe. Like, it's a close second. It's not far. But, like, someone's doing his math. He's good with numbers. I don't really think you have to calculate it, though. I feel like there's a clear winner. Yeah. I don't know. I got three on one of them. Yeah, bro. I'm fucking up my shit right now, bro. I don't know. It's all good. Taxes take time. So does this. You crack me taxes, up, though. It, it's funny. Like, I can just picture, like, 10 years from now talking about where we're going to be at. Like, someone punching numbers in on his little accounting board. <laughs> just being like, bro, why did I tell all my friends that I got them on tax season? Like, what is going on? Fuck, man. What happened? It's Crazy news. Up. Crazy news. Uh, you lost. First place, Arian. Oh, look Look at that. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> beat me by six points. Oh, damn. Second. And I come in straight dead last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's new, man? Totally. Leave it to me to come up with a game that I get last in every week. Like, come on. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. But it's always fun. It's always a good time. It's always good have time. fun doing it. It's been great. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I like the live episodes that we have more fun. Actually, we all have lives, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like in general this season. Because what we did at first was we were recording from complete different states. So we didn't get to be in the same room doing all this shit. Live and in person. Yeah. So now we've been rocking, trying to do this whole season live as fuck. Live and rolling. Live that was, so far, it's been good. That was my first full pod. Hell pod yeah, dude. Yeah, you, man, the pod. pod. You've been great. I hope to. Uh, hey, it's been an honor. I Shout hope to, to have you on group. again soon, and we'll get we'll get the whole crew on. We'll do we'll do an episode with the four of us, and probably be talking about some acting. Get some movie that martyr. Some get some movie martyr stuff in here. Um, but as always, check us out at Whiskey Sour Hour on all platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere. You can get links to all those in the description below, along with the spot to hop in the Discord. As always, be sure to send in your questions. Questions, theories, comments, and concerns to whiskey at sourhourpod.com so that you can be featured on a later episode. We want to thank you guys so much for your time, and we hope you had as much fun listening to as we did making this week's episode. Yes, sir. We'll catch you next week. Always remember, make it a double. Hey. Safety second.